Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Now, in chapter 5 and chapter 6, we're going to explain something that scholars refer to as household codes. In other words, Paul is going to write concerning how husbands should relate to wives, how children should relate to their parents, how slaves should relate to their masters, how masters should relate to their slaves. This is in no way an endorsement of how the culture should be. This is an address of the way things were at the time that Paul was writing in the first century. And so some of this that we read will not be applicable to 21st century audience in terms of we don't have slaves, we don't need to comport ourselves a certain way as slaves and masters. However, there are spiritual principles that are applicable in every generation contained within these admonitions, these household codes. So I'm going to read today from Ephesians 5, and beginning in verse 21 and following, we'll find some of these household codes. I'll mention when I get to verse 21. Ephesians chapter 5. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. But among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person as an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. For you once were in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful to even mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church, and gave himself up for her to make her holy, 
cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle, or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. However, each of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. It's a lot of wonderful instruction contained in this chapter, but as I said previously, I want to focus on these household codes, and in this chapter, Paul is dealing specifically with the relationships between wives and husbands. And so in verse 21, Paul gives some godly advice for relationships between husbands and wives. It starts out this way, submit to one another at a reverence for Christ. Now, I want to just focus on that for a moment. This is talking about godly mutual submission in a marriage. One partner is not to dominate the other. The husband is not to dominate the wife. The wife is not to try and manipulate her husband. They're to be mutually submitted to one another. Why? Out of reverence for Christ. And so Paul begins with this verse 21 of an expression or a teaching on how husbands and wives in their relationships are to relate to one another in a way that honors the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, friends, I've written a book on the Bride of Christ called The Wife of God, and part of the uh, mystery of understanding the Bride of Christ comes from this chapter, this Ephesians chapter 5, and Paul saying that the relationships between husbands and wives have to do with our relationships with Christ. And so he begins, we're to be in mutual submission. Why? Because we reverence Christ. In other words, it's the will of Christ Jesus for you and for me that we would be related to our spouses in mutual submission, not in dominance, not in domineering, not in trying to manipulate and get our own ways, but mutually submitting our own wills out of reverence for Christ. In verse 22, There's a verse that has been used by manipulative men, manipulative Christian men for generations. It says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. Now, do I believe wives should be submitted to their own husbands? I do. Do I believe that wives should be punching bags for their husbands or should be little pawns to be manipulated or to be told what to do in every aspect of their lives? I certainly do not. The purpose of verse 22, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. This is a training technique, friends, if you will. Our marriages are intended by heaven to train us for eternity. And so the wives, what are they learning? They're learning to submit themselves to their own husbands so they can learn submission to the Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, this is not so that they would be dominated or they would be wards of their husbands. This is a a mutual submission out of reverence for Christ, according to verse 21. And then Paul goes on in verse 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, just like Christ is the head of the church. So he's making an analogy here that there's an order within the marriage, within the uh, relationship between husband and wife. So Christ is the head of the church, the husband's the head of the wife. Verse 24, now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their own husbands and everything. That may sound old-fashioned and passe to you, friends, but it's in the Word of God, and I think it's still applicable in modern marriages. But what's the responsibility for the husband? If the wife is required 
to uh, submit to the leadership of her husband, what's required of the husbands? Verse 25. Now, this is the key as far as I'm concerned. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Now, think about that for a moment, friends. Jesus said, I came to serve, not to be served. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. Christ came to serve, not to be served. Husbands, Christ came to serve, not to be served. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Remember, friends, he lived a sacrificial life, putting aside all of his own rights, all of his own desires, all of his own wishes for the good of the church, for what was good for the church. And so in a like manner, husbands need to subject their own hopes and dreams to what's best for their wives and by extension to their own children. Continuing with the words of Christ, verse 28, in this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for the body just as Christ does the church. So again, he's making this analogy between husbands and wives and the comparison with Christ and the church. And so husbands, you want an example for how a godly husband should behave with their wife? Look at the way that Jesus lived and the way that Jesus died for the church. In other words, our lives are not our own, husbands. I'm a husband myself. My life is intended to edify and lift up my wife to help her be the woman that God has called her to be. And Paul goes on with this analogy, and he says, you know, this mutual submission, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ, and husbands loving their wives, and wives submitting to their husband. Why? Verse 30, because we are members of his body. What are you talking about, Paul? You've been talking about the church and um, husbands and wives. What are you talking about? We're members of his body, so we submit to one another. Verse 31, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh or one body. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ in the church. Now, friends, lack of time is going to prohibit me from really developing this, but you need to understand what the Scripture is saying here. Human marriage is as close a relationship as it's possible for human beings to have. It's as intimate as what's possible. Paul says this is a mystery, but he's not talking about human marriage. He's not talking about human relationships. He's talking about Christ and the church and how we relate to the living God. And so, husbands, you love your wives just as Christ loved the church and who gave himself up for the church. We're learning to love our God, to receive love from our God. Wives, submit to your own husbands. You're learning to submit to the living God. Paul says this is a profound mystery, but a marriage is not about a marriage. The relationships between wives and husbands are not about procreation and making babies. It's about learning to live with the unseen God, the risen Lord Jesus Christ. It's a sacred mystery entrusted to us that we must explore more fully. And again, if you have time, Go to Amazon, order a copy of my book, The Wife of God, but you don't have to read my book. You can search it out in the scriptures yourself. Because, friends, all good marriage is a parable of the relationship heaven intends between us and Jesus Christ. I know they're bad marriages. I know they're bad wives and they're bad husbands. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about marriage as God intended it. So, Lord, help us to understand that this human marriage is an example of the intimacy you desire with us. Not sexual intimacy, Lord, 
but a union with us that continues all day, every day, that we're always considering your feelings as you're always considering ours, that we're always submitting our will to your will as you've submitted your life for our benefit in the days of your flesh. Lord, help us to love you as you love the church. Help us to love our spouses. Help us, Lord, to present ourselves mutually submitted to your purposes. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.